The following program has mature content and offensive material. If you are easily offended or you can't take a joke, please do not listen. 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 Woo! I appreciate everybody showing up today. Here, we're going to drink our little ceremonial shot of fireball. Thank you. Here, you're going to close. Tank. All oh, right on, right on, right on. Oh, we're here in the grunt bunker having a good time. And that's a good old shot of fireball to start everything off. Good Lord Jesus. There we go. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, what were we contemplating earlier? The the FERP, the FERP philosophy. That is F-U-R-P. If uh, you try to fart and you try to burp at the same time, it will start this internal vortex inside your body. As pressure tries to escape from each end, and it will twist your entrails inside out, and you will die. So you cannot furp. Now I've heard of the uh, the freeze or the faries, where you fart and sneeze at the same time. Where it's like, hey, you, but see, that's a positive expulsion that comes from your nasal cavity in your face and not your throat in your neck okay so it doesn't cause the vacuum in your entrails it just causes that but the damn diaphragm pushes so so hard on the colon that it pushed the pooty out when i fart did y'all hear about this next story that i wanted to tell you about and i'm not going in the order that i wrote it because uh cock up is three giant stone penises were stolen from a shop this was uh friday november 12th 2021 uh, Tennessee businessman Jason Hadlow hit, hit the headlines in 2010. Wow, we're going way, way, way back for this clickbait. After a four-foot concrete penis was seized from his shop filing complaints. And if you look outside his shop, he's got these little, like, like how they would have the little barrier posts, right, in front of the 7-Eleven. Right, right. Except they're fucking giant concrete dildos they got dickheads on them and they got little ribs for her pleasure yeah, underneath yeah, it looks pretty nice i mean i was looking at a cctv cock up his left cops facing a hard job trying to find out the culprit behind this crime Three giant penis-shaped garden ornaments. What kind of garden was that? Three giant penis-shaped garden ornaments have been snatched from a shop which hit the headlines after the owner refused to remove one of the obscene statues from his window display. Jason Hadlow, 58, who can't get it up anymore, owner of the Simply Dutch in Leeming Bar, North Yorkshire, was forced to look on... On as his beloved four-foot masonry manhood was seized in 2010 following complaints from the public. But the defiant businessman declined to pay the 80... What is that? Is That's not euro. Pound? But the defiant businessman declined to pay the 80-something fine to have the stone sculpture returned to him. And instead ordered 150 more stone penises from Indonesia. 
So, if you ever wonder where big concrete dildos come from, look no further than Indonesia. Indonesia, home of those concrete dildos. The incident led him to launching the Free Willy campaign with pictures of concrete penises appearing online in various locations. They're photobombing. They're, they're like, you know, they're pretending they're on the moon. They got a big spaceship helmet on while they're on the moon jumping up and down. North Yorkshire police eventually bowed to pressure and released a statue to the shop. Here, take it. No, bend over. We're going to give it to you. But now, 11 years later, the final three ornaments were stolen around 10 p.m. on Monday night. Now, look, are you going to call these ornaments? Or are you going to call them members? If you've been having problems with people calling these whatever and taking them, wouldn't you have cameras on them? Well, I'm sure he could make porn with cameras on all kind of penises. The thieves also took five cast iron stags and five concrete dogs, said Jason, who lives in the town of Yarm. If you live in the town of Yarm, you've got nothing better to do than to talk shit about the penises. I the wonder fellas. how many people have like come up and put their tongue up against it and took a picture. I can't believe anyone would want to steal some concrete willies, the shop owner said. It's the end of an era. They were sentimental to me. Those are the hardest dicks I ever saw. It was a big story at the time. I'll probably not see anything like them again. Oh, sure, go watch some porn. I'm a bit sad, but ultimately, we weren't selling them. I hope they will get some use out of them. I can't imagine what. The statues often used as bollards or water found foundations. What's a water foundation? Had fallen out of favor over the years. Jackson, who has run the shop for 20 years, says he kept the statues for their sentimental value. Back in 2010, we used to sell them. They were popular. Fat chicks would come sit on them. We had three different sizes. She was small, medium, and whoa, she a big girl. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I had them in the window at, this, at the time. Somebody complained it was offensive. They sort of waned in popularity. I sold loads for a few years, and we were left with a few. I sold loads. I sold loads out of my big concrete penises for years, and we were left with a few. They made their way to the end of the yard. If anybody is offered a meter-high concrete penis or a full-size cast-iron stag, I'd really appreciate it if people would contact the police or alternatively, alternately, alternately, the shop in strictest confidence. Now, look. I saw somebody selling a really big concrete dick, and I just wanted to let you know. Make sure you go into the right shop. Jason said CCTV footage managed to capture the thieves. Now, look, you said something about why wouldn't you have cameras on them? Jason said CCTV footage managed to capture the thieves, but they could not be identified due to poor light conditions. He added, we should have had night vision out there. Frankly, we cocked up. North Yorkshire police said they have not yet made any arrests. Uh, are, are you after the man with the big with the big concrete penises? I don't think it was a man. I think it would be funny if it wasn't, but it was funny. So um smiling and holding the penis. <laughs> that was uh we were talking about the uh giant stone penises 
that were uh, stolen from this dude's shop. Now, this is from the uh, metro.co.uk. So, if you want to know anything about my sources for my stories, to be sure that I'm not making them up as I go along while I read in a poor diction. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, so then there was a uh, homeowner who tries to smoke out snakes and winds up burning down his fucking house in Poolsville, Maryland. A Maryland home was accidentally burned to the ground by an owner trying to get rid of a snake infestation, officials said. Now, <clears throat> when, um, when you and I had purchased a house one time, the attic was filled with something. What was that? Black snakes. Yes, many black, black snakes in the attic of this many house. Of and we went to go pull all the insulation up so we could remove all the black snakes. And we wound up killing many black snakes that were inside the house refusing to leave. Mm. How many did you actually... Why didn't you catch them and let them go? Look, why don't you go up in the attic in Mouth of Wilson, Virginia at night in August and go fish you out some damn snakes? No. I can imagine that they loved it. Yeah, that was not fun. The homeowner in Poolsville, a town about 25 miles, about 40 kilometers, outside of Washington, D.C., was attempting to use smoke to purge the snakes from the house, according to Montgomery County Fire Department officials. Is that the end of it? That is the very fucking end of it. They didn't say, dumbass, who lives at dumbass at dumbass. Somebody made that shit up. That's just not even real. Somebody said, you know what? I'm going to bullshit an article here. Uh, make up some place. There's not even a Poolsville in Maryland. They were like, that's that's where Oakdale is. That's not Poolsville. Uh, Italian dentist presents fake arm for vaccine to get pass. In Milan, from the AP, a dentist in Italy faces possible criminal charges after b trying to receive a coronavirus vaccine in a fake arm made of silicone. You know, if you sit on your left hand, let it go to sleep, it feels like somebody else. A nurse in the northern city of Biela, Filippa Bua, Miela Filippa Bua is how you're supposed to say that, I guess. Said she could tell right away that something was off when a man presented a f the phony limb for a shot on Thursday. You know what? If he, um, do you really think that he, he, um, presented a limb? 
you know, see, what I did was I clicked on the ad, and we're going to find out more about the, the... A Maryland hunt was accidentally burned to the ground by an owner trying to get rid of a snake infestation. Official said, Mitch just figured out how to click on the, the bait and get the whole fucking article to come up. The homeowner in Poolsville, a town about 25 miles or 40 kilometers outside of Washington, D.C., was attempting to use smoke to purge the snakes from the house, according to the Montgomery County Fire Department officials. In the process, the homeowner caught the house on fire, causing about $1 million in damage, the Washington Post reported. That's right, brought to you from the Washington Post, this bit of clickbait. The fire broke out around 10 p.m. on November 23rd, officials said again. Pete Peeringer, a spokesman for the county fire department, said on Twitter that 75 firefighters were called to put out the blaze that started in the basement. Well, I was down there recording my podcast. Peering told the f- said the fire caused by placing coals too close to combustible material was accidental and that no people were hurt. But he said the well-being of the snakes is undetermined. No, they got cooked. That's why it's undetermined. They got <laughs> cooked as a mother, but they they had built something onto that house that we had bought and kind of made a bridge that went from like the house to the well house and then the snakes were like oh this makes it easy to get into the attic and the people were really fucking old and (laughs) apparently not very intelligent and didn't make sure that shit like that didn't go on in their house oh well life went on we bought it for cheap and sold it for much more uh, a Thai chain's cannabis pizza is trendy, but it won't get you high. And who is this from? The Associated Press again. Uh, Bangkok, one of Thailand's major fast food chains, has been promoting its crazy happy pizza this month. And under the radar product topped with a cannabis leaf. It's legal, but it won't get you high. Okay. Can we stop right here? The cannabis leaf. Will a cannabis leaf get you high if you eat it on a pizza? A pizza? Now, after somebody who has uh, made many edibles, and see, I don't do this all. We're going to extract a bunch of shit. I don't do that, right? We just grind up. We take the fucking seeds out. Yes, I know. There's seeds in with the shit of fucking girl. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, but whatever. And they're high in protein. Uh, we, we separate that. We grind it up. And then we cook it. And you cook it at 220. or two, No, I'm sorry. 225 for 20 minutes. And then we turn the burner off and then we open the oven and then we close the oven and we leave it in there until it's cool and that's our little system and then you can take about what a little quarter gram of that and sprinkle it in anything that you're eating or just eat it raw after you cook it heck yeah. yeah it tastes pretty good so so what I'm saying is if you put a, a marijuana leaf on a pizza and then you cook the pizza, that would get you high. Well, 
it would then have the ability to get you high because if you don't cook it, it doesn't do what they call decarbolize it. Right. Which means that the THC won't extract into your system without the heat. That's what it does when you smoke it. You're extracting the THC with the heat. Well, it says the under the radar product topped. With topped a with a cannabis leaf. Yeah, yes. It's not going to do anything for you. No, it's okay. Oh, it's a pretty. Veterans of the Backpacker Trail, familiar with the legendary pizza parlors of neighboring Cambodia's capital, oh Jesus, Phnom Penh, that offer powerful marijuana as an optional condiment, might feel downright cheated. Just like a lettuce or anything else. Oh, okay, I'm not going to do this. Of course they cannot get high. Panusak Suinsat Boone, general manager of the pizza company, said in the interview this week, it's just a marketing campaign. And you can take the cannabis, and then if you have enough, you maybe get a little bit sleepy. He turned Mexican at the end. <laughs> the, the crazy happy pizza is a mashup of toppings evoking the flavors of Thailand's famous Tom Yum Guy Soup. Tom Yum Guy Soup, along with a deep-fried cannabis leaf on top. Cannabis is also infused into the cheese crust, and there's chopped cannabis in the dipping sauce. Just like it, Camp Mitchell. A 9-inch pie costs 499 baht, about $15. Customers preferring a do-it-yourself variety can choose their own topping. I want lots of fucking leaves. About a hundred bought a three dollar surcharge for two or three cannabis leaves. Uh, how, wh- what can I get for a twenty? Yeah, Sharma always tells me about the bot over there. He says about sixty bot in a dollar. Last he checked, the cannabis plant has been used for two major purposes: as hemp for making rope and clothing, and as an intoxicating drug known as pot, ganja, and dagger. Okay, all right. Like, first of all, that that whole that whole intoxicating drug is uh, it has the ability to intoxicate, doesn't it? It also has the ability to get rid of IBS that I've had daily for a hundred years. It does calm your stomach. Yeah, I called it my stomach medicine for a long time, didn't I? Well, it might make some people sleepy. Yeah, it might be grandma's sleep medicine. Could, have caffeine, you know. could be grandpa's cough medicine, you know what I'm saying? No, not yet. I'm good. <laughs> In recent years, a kind of middle ground project product has emerged. Cannabidiol, or CBD, a chemical found in cannabis that can be processed into what is touted as a cure-all medicine. We don't call it snake oil these days. We call it CBD. CBD can be separated out from tetrahydrocannabinol. Look at me saying THC. The chemical in cannabis that produces marijuana is high, high, high. CBD has legitimatized products made with cannabis, drawing on the mystique of marijuana without floating flouting without flouting the law or raising major health questions it's become a boom industry especially in the united states 
recreational marijuana is still illegal in Thailand and you and can earn you a fine and time in jail. Could you imagine going to jail in Thailand? <laughs> oh my God. Even though drug laws have been liberalized in the past few years. I, dude, I, there is no way. Look, look, you're going to go there as just some white dude, you know, from the United States, some middle class white dude that goes to work every day. You go to Thailand just to like, I'm going to go to Thailand and you get busted with some weed and then they take you to Thailand jail. Oh my god, dude. Cannabis is regulated for medicinal use. Dude, I need it every day. And individuals are allowed to grow a small number of plants for their own consumption, just like here in Virginia. Thailand last December became the first country in Southeast Asia to remove specific parts and extracts of cannabis from its controlled narcotics list. And in February this year allowed them to be used in foods and beverages. The amount of THC in the CBD product must not exceed 0.2% of its total weight, virtually eliminating the possibility of getting high. Oh, yeah, I can eat a lot. Cannabis products, have, even before being decriminalized, had become a cottage industry in Thailand. But for their adoption by the pizza company, operated by Minor Food Group, a subsidiary of the Stock Exchange of Thailand-listed Minor International, boosted them into the commercial big time. Jesus Christ. Sponsored by Cheesecake Factory Records and owned by Sony Pictures, a subsidiary of whatever. Jesus Crazy Happy Pizza has been available at all of the pizza company's branches in Thailand, but sales have been lackluster, according to Panusak. It has faced several handicaps. It cannot legally be advertised or sold to anyone under the age of 12. So at 13, I can go buy me some fresh baked pot leaves. He estimates that when the company ends its sales promotion on Tuesday, it will have to throw away about a fifth of the cannabis leaves it required acquired. You know, I know somebody that could take those leaves from you. Okay, it's time for me to do. Hold on, I need to get a little drink of water. I'm sorry, I need to get a drink of water before I do this. Mm. It's a lot of talking down. But I got to do my racist voice again, so I needed to get some water. I don't think the market is ready for a cannabis product yet. We knew this since the beginning, said Panusak. We only wanted to be first movers to launch something new and innovative onto the market. He cited durian pizza incorporating the exotic and pricey tropical Asian fruit known for its pungent smell as another example of its cannabis company's innovations have you ever tried durian you have when we were in atlanta i was like you have got to taste this stuff that i got from the asian store and you were like oh what does it taste like and i was like here are some durian crackers have a bite and you were like gee thanks and you ate it and then you were like Oh, God, here we go. Associate Professor Wilbert Willert. It's not Wilbert. It's Willert 
Puriwat, Dean of Bangkok's Chuyalongkorn Business School, believes that using cannabis for marketing can be effective and in an initial stage, but business owners need strategies to make it work in the long run. In general, people who try to try will not expect to get high, he said. They just want to keep themselves trendy and, and take photos to post their social media to show how they have tried something that was once illegal. He said cannabis was an emotional value that builds on a product's core value. He said that cannabis has an emotional value that builds on a product's core value. When people walk into your restaurant, they want to come for your food and service, not for your cannabis. Well, I don't know. See, I don't agree with that. I think if you've got cannabis in there, it's going to draw people like Holbrook in because Holbrook would have been like, God damn right, they got your fucking weed on a goddamn piece. You go in there and get it and they give it to you and the cops won't say a damn thing. You know, I know so many of the people that would act like that. Dude, it's 16 bucks, but it comes with a whole damn pot leaf on top. We'll, we'll take that. We'll smoke it in the car after. And, <laughs> and we'll enjoy some damn pizza. So how did you think about, what did you think about that one? What did you think about that one? Did you enjoy that one? Yeah. I like that one. I'm sorry, I got to get another drink of water. This is, it's, it's a whole lot of work talking like this. Mm. You only take another shot. All right, we'll go here. All right, so here we go, gang. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Pulling up the next one. Cobra with head stuck in beer can was rescued in India on December fourth. Animal rescuers in India said they successfully freed a venomous cobra found with its head stuck inside a discarded beer can. And then they had an intervention. Cobra, you need to stop drinking. Stop trying to strike me. Don't be spitting your uh, your cobra jizz at me. Don't let it control you. Um, are we are we what, are we drinking the cobras with their heads in beer cans? Clank. Okay. All right. Well, hers is empty, but mine isn't. Don't fill it. Yeah, rescuers with the snake helpline. Okay. Did you know there was a snake helpline? Could you imagine that phone call? Hello? Uh, yes, is this a snake helpline? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. How can I help you? I should have answered with the snake. Hello, snake helpline. Let me just start over again. <laughs> Hello, snake helpline. Uh, yes, is this snake helpline? Because you know they're going to ask anyway because they're dumb people because they're fucking rednecks in the damn Indiana trailer park somewhere. We has a cobra here with his head stuck in a can. Uh, what kind of can? It's a beer can. Okay, it seems that your cobra has been listening to country music and needs to be comforted. Animal research rescuers in India said they successfully freed a venomous cobra found with his head stuck inside a discarded beer can. Rescuers with the snake helpline say they were summoned with uh, virgin blood and demonic wax figurines to a village in 
Odisha's Puri District after local residents found the four-foot spectacled cobra. Is that right? I said that right. Spectacled cobra with its head stuck inside the opening at the top of an empty beer can. He was trying to drink himself to death. A video from the scene shows a rescuer using a pair of scissors to carefully cut through the can and free the snake. It also played a little flute going... The rescuer said the cover suffered only minor injuries and was treated with an antibiotic spray before being released back into the children's playground. And that's the end of that clickbait. Okay, so... Um, how many okay we went from one guy that was burning down his fucking house to get rid of some snakes while you and i were reminiscing about how 12 years ago or so that we uh had to kill a bunch of snakes that were in the house yes, that we owned, yeah. yes because they would not leave it's not like hey snake you need to leave oh, oh i can be yeah i should have took some gloves and caught them snakes look motherfucker you climb up in a damn attic in the summertime to get the damn snakes out. Why didn't you wait till it was wintertime? Okay, so you're going to go to sleep inside a house that's got snakes in the attic. That's what you're telling me. Seems like nighttime would be a good time. Yeah, we went up there at nighttime in August. It was hot as hell up there, and we got those damn snakes out. We tried, look, we posted a video where we had gotten one of the snakes and returned it to the wild. Mm -hmm. And then he wound up showing up right back in there. Yeah, and I mean, we went way down the fucking road, but it, we had used a little rope snare for him, remember? Holbrook got him with the rope snare around his neck. We posted a video of it where he had we had taken a pipe, and we put a rope through the pipe where it makes a loop on the end. So then, you know, on the end of the pipe, and he took the pipe, and he got it near the, the snake, and the snake struck at the, at the rope loop, and then he just kind of put it over him and got him, and it kind of burred up some of his scales around his neck, but it didn't really hurt him, and he was let go. And then, and we took him, like, way down there and let him go, and he came all the way back to the house, dude. We, I mean, we were, like, a quarter mile away, and he still came back to the fucking house. He's like, hey. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so after that happened, we just had to start killing them, because they were like, well, they're going to come back, so fuck these snakes. Um... And if you're going to go to in, to sleep in a house that's got snakes to sleep in the attic with you, buddy, you go right ahead. I'm not going to. i got to get up in the middle of the night and take a pee. The last thing I want to worry about is stepping on a fucking snake. No. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't make it shit a kitten or three, would it? I'd have my second stroke. You'd have your second stroke. <laughs> I've been working on this one for a while. Okay, so <laughs> something's about to give me a damn second stroke. Have you heard about the Xenobots that... um? are able to replicate themselves. My good friend uh, Joe Rogan told me about these. And um, I'd seen a little bit about them. Now, okay, so what I've been told is that these things can replicate. Um, but I'm guessing they're like really, really small at like the size of bacteria. But... I mean, when do we find out that we fucked up and opened Pandora's box? Later. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, if you can't keep a damn bat virus in a fucking laboratory that you accidentally leaked to get the Wuhan fucking protest to stop, 
I'm sorry. If you can't prevent a virus from being transmitted from one person to another, somebody could have left that damn place with a little bit of robot on their damn on their pointy finger. And as soon as they went to a doorknob, grabbed that pointy finger. Now that doorknob is covered in self-replicating little nanobots. So everybody that grabs this door handle is going to get self-replicating robots. And then we all got to have a fucking COVID shot. And then we all got to have a damn anti-Xenobot fucking booster shot. And we all got to be taken care of. Y'all tired of hearing? World's first living robots can now reproduce, scientists say. Oh my goodness gracious. Um this is from CNN. So if you think I'm bullshitting it, think of CNN. The US scientists who created the first living robot say the life forms known as xenobots can now reproduce in a way not seen in plants and animals. Formed from the stem cells of the African clawed frog Xenopus levis from which it takes its name. Xenobots are less than a millimeter wide. The tiny blobs were first unveiled in 2020 after experiments showed that they could move, work together in groups, and self-heal. Well, hell, they're ready to play EverQuest. I was astounded by it, said Michael Levin, a professor of biology and director of the Allen Discovery Center at Tufts University, who was co-led author of the new research. Frogs have a way of reproducing that they normally use, but when you liberate the cells from the rest of the embryo and you give them a chance to figure out how to be in a new environment, not only do they figure out a new way to move, but they also f figure out, apparently, a new way to reproduce. Hey, baby, let's fuck! Stem cells are unspecialized cells that have the ability to develop into different cell types. To make the xenobots, the researchers scraped living stem cells from a frog embryos and left them to incubate. There's no manipulation of genes involved. But I tell you what, could you imagine your job? You clock in, it's 9 o'clock on a Thursday. You're kind of thinking about the weekend. You're looking at your worksheet. What have I got to do today? What have I got in my email? What have I got? What instructions do I have to do today? And they're like, okay, today you're going to be scraping embryo cells off some frogs. I know. Isn't that awesome? Okay. Be very clean about well, turn on your favorite <laughs> podcast. Mm. And Joey Diaz gets gross as shit when he goes to drink some water. You ever notice that? He, when Joey Diaz drinks some water, it's like, <laughs> and you hear the damn, you hear the damn bottle, and you hear the slurping and shit. It's like Jesus Christ, Joey, calm down. He's very into his. No, he's not. He's just a big, fat, slobby dude that's like, I need some water. I'm talking too much. Oh, shit. There's a fucking pop-up that has blocked my way. What do you do? It's like a twist of pop-up. Most people think of robots as made of metals and ceramics and looking like C-3PO, but it's not so much what a robot is made from, but what it does, which is an act on its own on behalf, which is... 
act on its own behalf of people. That's what it says. Said Josh Bongard, a computer science professor and robotics expert at the University of Vermont and lead author of the study. Well, you know Vermont is known. University of Vermont. Known for what? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what they're known for? They got some damn good maple syrup up there. <laughs> Vanguard said they found that the xenobots, which were initially sphere-shaped and made from around 3,000 cells, could replicate, could replicate. But it happened rarely and only in specific circumstances. Okay, first you're going to have to take a shower, and then you're going to have to take me somewhere nice to eat, and then we got to go to a good movie, and after that maybe we can replicate. The xenobots used kinetic replication where they rubbed up together, a process that is known to occur at the molecular level. Hey, baby, I want to get you on the molecular level. But it's never been observed before at the scale of whole, cell, whole cells or, organism, or organisms. They had organisms or organisms, Bongard said. Hey, look, that's the new thing. If I see some people like they're having sex, from now on, they are organisms. And these things are having organisms right here. In the, and they're showing me a video of how these things are replicating and they are having constant organisms. With the help of artificial intelligence, the researchers then tested billions of body shapes to make the Xenobox more effective at this type of replication. The supercomputer... I wonder if the supercomputer wears a, a fucking cape. Do you think it at least wears a mask? Masking it its IP? It should. I'm the the supercomputer came up with a C-shape that resembled Pac-Man, the 1980s video game. You know what? It's sad because we're 40 years from there. And it's like, do y'all remember what a fucking Pac-Man was? A waka 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 waka. Nobody played that shit. I remember. The levels are fucking impossible. The maps never change. You know? And and Miss Pac-Man got all fancy when she started having the little, like, you had to get the peach or the apple. Or the strawberry. The supercomputer came up with a C-shape that resembled Pac-Man from the 1980s video game. They found it was able to find tiny stem cells in a Petri dish, gather hundreds of them inside its mouth, and in a few days later, bundle the cells became the, the bundle of cells became new xenobots. So what they're saying is they grabbed up a bunch of cells in its mouth, chewed on them for a couple of days, and then spit out a baby. I wonder if it made noises like... Probably not moving that fast. The AI didn't program these machines in the way we usually think about writing code. It shaped and sculpted and came up with this Pac-Man shape, Bongard said. Now listen, this guy said these things were like millimeters, not like some unit of measurement that we've never seen compared with like microns or shit like that. Right? Yes. He said that they were like part of a millimeter in, in size. So if these things keep replicating, what could happen? You could have a like big jizz bubble coming after you telling it you it leads the world. The shape is in essence the program. The shape influences how the xenobots behave to amplify this incredibly surprising process. Okay, see, here's another problem I have with this. 
this part of it to you is surprising, but you don't know everything about what you have done. The Xenobots are very early technology. Think of a 1940s computer and don't yet have the any practical applications. I can't even play Pong on this thing. <laughs> However, this combination of molecular biology and artificial intelligence could potentially be used in a host of tests in the body and the environment, according to the researchers. This may include things like collecting microplastics in the oceans, inspecting root systems, and regenerative medicine. No, no, not when it comes to regenerative <laughs> methods. I, I've got no idea. While the prospect of self-replicating biotechnology could spark concern, the researchers said the living machines were entirely contained in a lab and easily extinguished as they are biodegradable and regulated by ethics experts. Okay, who are these ethics experts? Where do you go learn ethics experting, expertise? Contact CNN expertise. Okay. No, no, I, I'm like, okay. So where the fuck do you find out? Who tells you that you are an expert? Oh, I can on be expert at all kinds of stuff. You, you, you are the king of experts. I'm the king of experts. No, but I am calling. I'm um, sounding like Do Joey Diaz now after he takes a drink of his water. He's like, <sighs> and then he'll start talking again. And it's all fucking gross and you get sick and tired of listening to it. But I understand why he's got to drink so much because Jesus Christ starts running. While the prospect of self replicating biotechnology could spark concern, the researchers said that the living machines were entirely contained in the lab and easily extinguished as they were biodegradable and regulated by ethics experts who got that shit in a fucking Cracker Jacks box because there wasn't really anybody there that could be considered an ethic expert and Barack Obama wasn't available. The research was partially funded by the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, a federal agency that oversees the development of technology for military use. And they never make a mistake. There are many things that are possible if we take advantage of this kind of plasticity and availability of cells to solve problems. Bongard said, I read like a fucking marine guy just because i thought it was going to be some fucking pentagon official the study was published in the peer-reviewed scientific journal pnas on monday and that created your clickbait that you got to enjoy today so Pretty nasty ass scrotum PNA. Okay, so um, well, we'd like to thank everybody for listening today and uh, not having anything better to do with your time. We still haven't gotten a splitter for the other screen over here, but you know, on. one day <laughs> we're gonna hook that up for you and make it something that you can take advantage of and you can enjoy. I appreciate it. If you have anything to say, anything to send me. You can send that to 76.1thevault at gmail.com. That is 76.1thevault at gmail.com. 76.1thevault at gmail.com. Send me those news stories. 
and I'll be happy to share them with the world, even if it's just some stupid shit from your hometown in Walla Walla, Washington. If you'd like me to read one of those things there. Oh, shit, I'm from there. Hawaii is under a snow advisory. Hawaii is under a snow advisory. Okay, hold on. We were about to shut this down until somebody just told me. Somebody or told me. That's what I remember. Uh, (laughs) Hawaii tonight. Hawaii Georgia. Uh, Yes, it's snowing in Hawaii. No, it's not that weird. The National Weather Service said that roughly a foot of snow... Probably somewhere really high. God damn it. All this fucking bullshit popping up. The National Weather Service said roughly a foot of snow was expected to fall on the big island summits. That's where the top of the mountains are, right? We do not. We do get snow there pretty much every year. One local meteorologist said, okay, so it's not even that big of a deal. No, yeah, I mean, it's just those islands go way the fuck up there in their mountains. Okay, so it's snowing in Hawaii, but it actually happens once in a while. Did you know that it can snow um, 365 days a year on Mount Mitchell in North Carolina? Really? Really, it can snow there in July. It sure can. Yeah, and that is Mount Mitchell in North Carolina. And I learned that recently. So, yes, it was snowing in Hawaii. No, it's not that weird. The, when the National Weather Service predicted that Hawaii could get more than 12 inches of snow over the weekend, the mere idea led to dramatic headlines and thoughts of snow blanketing the beaches of Waikiki and surfers shivering in heavy boots and parkas. But the wintry forecast tells a different story. The snow is expected to fall on the Big Island summit. summits which rise to well over 11,000 feet uh, an uncommon elevation for snow to fall but even on a tropical island so there you go they bullshitted you with some damn it's not really gonna snow in Waikiki it's not really gonna snow on a big island it's gonna snow but it's not that weird of a fucking thing so who gives a fuck so there you go it's going to snow there. And look, I gave you a warning at the beginning of this show. The following program contains adult content and sure bullshit. So if it hurts your feelings when I said something or if I used a voice of bias, you know a fucking silly accent. Don't fucking get mad at me because I told you at the beginning that some shit was going to piss you off if you came in here. But it's like seeing a fucking pile of dog shit and stepping in it anyway. You're choosing to get fucking offended, right? So it's 76.1 the vault at gmail.com if you want to talk some more shit like a couple people have. And if you don't and you want to have a good time, just holler at me. I'll be happy to read your news. Okay, until next time, my friends, be good. Bye-bye.